Welcome to So About Yesterday, where we explore the crazy world we live in. In this episode, we'll be discussing the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help us God. Before we get into it, let's introduce our host. We have Sarah representing Michigan tonight. How are you doing tonight, Sarah? Hi, I'm good. That's awesome. And we got JR in the building representing NJ, New Jersey. What's going on, JR? What's going on, brother? Just out here, just living life. That's all you can do. And then finally, you have me, Chance, representing New Jersey as well. And others might say space because I'm just in my own world. Sometimes, or maybe I'm out of this world, but to not to my own horn, I just want to know how everyone's week is going. So Sarah, how is your week going so far? Oh, it's pretty good. Uh, today was an interesting day. Um, you know, like I don't thoroughly, uh, believe in like organized religion, but I definitely believe in like the universe giving you signs, um, put stuff out in the universe. Um, so it was kind of like half and half today. Uh, on the one hand, it was a super great day because I found a Forrest Gump Funko Pop. Uh, Wait, Funko Pop? What the hell is a Funko Pop? It's like those little, uh, Jared was talking about on uh, one of the episodes. It's like a, um, little action figure. Okay. Like they so got the big little like eyes, they're cute and adorable, and they, people collect them and stuff. Uh, okay. And I, I think I brought it up before, Forrest Gump is like my favorite movie huh. of all time. Really? Um, so I got super excited. I didn't even know that existed. Um, but then I got home and uh, got Chinese food. And in the bag, uh, you know, like the fortune cookies that come in yeah. it, um, there was a fortune cookie baggie, but it wasn't open. Um, and there's no cookie in the inside. What? So it's not like it didn't have a fortune. It was just like no cookie whatsoever. It was it was just a bag with some air in it. Like the fortune cookie had just disappeared. And I, I posted it on our Instagram because I was so like mind blown. Because I wanted Instagram to know like uh, at, so about yesterday. I, I want to know where the mindset of the person who threw that into the bag was like, yeah, let's just give her an empty one. Right? I don't even think they were thinking about it. They probably just threw like three cookies in there like uh, I don't know it's probably, probably cookie getting in it. early off their shift yeah I was like, you know what it, like it, it felt like a bad omen mm-hmm. no fortune in it either ugh that's so trifling so trifling but JR uh, tell us how your week has been so far uh, it's been very interesting I've been just going through some some crazy times uh, in my house but uh, I'm just dealing with it Absolutely. You know what I mean? Just dealing with it. Uh, I've been trooping it to work, so it's like a two-hour type of thing just to get wow. to work. Uh, or it's Ubering to work. So it's kind of been super annoying. So, right. like I said, do not lose your license, guys. Points mm. are so important. Not to gain them, but yeah. not to have them. I mean, yeah, it's like golf. You don't want that many points yeah. on a license. Insane. 
But talk about hustle. You know, going back to our last episode, uh, if you haven't heard it yet, go ahead and, and listen to it. And, and by the way, also, if you haven't already, click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date on every new episode that we release every Thursday. Uh, but JR, uh, going back to what Sarah was talking about as far as that Pez pen or that action figure, we were oh, talking no. about how you're very, you love... Uh, auctions stuff you like uh, uh, giving prices so how much how much money do you think Sarah can make off of her uh, newfound Forrest Gump product if you could put a price on it you know this was like an auction this was like uh, here's the thing though like is it a limited edition is it like nah. a special one is it one that he's running in it all depends on those certain things really? it, so- it sounds weird yes. but it, it no. all depends Let's say if it's like not gold plated, but it's it's like right. a unlimited dish of one that it, it all came in one color or some shit, or it's like glow in the dark. That's when it becomes special. Yeah, or if it was like signed by Tom Hanks or oh, something like that would be have, good. Oh, that'd be great. Some if only Tom Hanks could come to the Detroit Comic Con, that'd be my life made. That definitely would be your life made and my life made, but you know, just to kind of get back. <laughs> your life too good. <laughs> I know. I just, I just, I just love me some Tom Hanks, especially oh, like when he's playing like Walt Disney, and now he's about to play uh, Mr. Rogers. Yep, that's gonna be Oof. dope. Oh, so good. It's gonna be two fun. of my favorite people merged into one. Isn't that crazy? Did you hear about the story how Mr. Rogers got his car stolen and when the thieves found out whose car it was, they put a apology note on the car and brought it back saying if we knew whose car it was, we wouldn't have stolen it? No. I kid you not. Yeah. And also he was in the Marines. So uh, yeah. Mr. Rogers, uh, he's he, he was a G and still is a G to this day. But speaking of a G, what do you think it takes to be a G, Jr. and Sarah? Well, I'll tell you, it's telling the truth. And today, that's what our episode is definitely going to discuss and explore. So I found an excerpt online uh, from the University of Notre Dame, and I'm just going to read it very quickly. Uh, Essentially, this talks about the health effects that lying and the truth has on your health. So it says a study by Dr. Anita Kelly and Lee Wan Wang, PhD professors uh, at the University of Notre Dame, had a study titled A Life Without Lies, How Living Honestly Can Affect Health. They found that Americans on average around lie around, you know, 11, <laughs> Lord have mercy, lie around 11 times per week. Oh. In, the, in the study of 110 people over 10 weeks, uh, when half of the participants had stopped telling a major and minor lies, their health significantly improved. So the study just said that when you keep lies, you keep a lot of unhealthy things on the inside that make you sick. And, and really, what do you what do you guys think about this? Do you think that, you know, people will die early if they keep secrets? And if we tell the truth, we can live longer. Or do you think Oof. if you tell the truth? You'll live a shorter life simply because you're stressed out about what everyone's uh, going to say when you tell them about themselves. But I want to stop talking and let you guys get the floor. So ladies first, Sarah, I mean, what do you what do you how do you feel about this study? How do you feel about? Well, <clears throat> I definitely think that's probably true. I mean, if you're keeping a lot of things bottled in, especially to people you love or respect, it's going to start affecting you but i mean what constitutes a lie at that point because there are a lot of uh 
things that we do just in daily life that I guess could be constituted as a lie. Um, like, let's say I wear makeup. My face doesn't look like this without makeup. So that is that going to make me... Like, am I just, you know, slightly lying to people constantly about the way that I look? Or when someone says, hey, how's it going? I say, well, I'm good. I'm not truly good all the time, but I'm not going to stop and tell an acquaintance about my, right. you know, love life or school or something that's been a struggle during the week. So I think I, I think it's fair to say that, yeah, you don't want to lie on a large scale, Um or even, you know, white lie too often because then you start getting uh, really conditioned to it. Um, but I think that it really depends on what you're going to say is a lie in that. Okay. So, the, I mean, JR, I mean, what, what do you think? How do you feel about this article? It's, it's, it's a little bit back and forth. Like, sometimes we need that lie. So some people require that lie because it makes them feel better. Like, I, I want to make sure. Here's the thing. I, I would... I would say most people would lie because they don't want to hurt another person. They don't want to give them the truth because it, it may affect their friendship, their relationship or whatever it is. Like that's that's a very thin line. Like if everybody's walk around, tell the truth, I don't think anybody would be in a relationship. I don't think anybody would like be happy with each other. It would just be an awkward, awkward conversation all the time. Like yo, I remember what this person said to me about me or whatever it is. But sometimes people need that lie. Like, not not saying, like, the makeup part. Like, those, those are little lies. Those are little things that are not being realistic about who you are. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm Like, sometimes we need that. You know what I mean? Like, it makes us feel good. Like, the lie could make us feel better. Like, makeup makes you feel better. Like, for some women, they may put on filters to make themselves feel better. To be... To... To not see the imperfections in themselves yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a home pod I touched it my bad um, that was about to be some 2 chains. um but uh but I feel as though like it, it's it's a very thin line I I I don't say I don't lie of course I have to lie because the, the certain job I'm in sometimes I, re- I realize I can't be completely honest with somebody and with a customer and stuff like that. So I have to like fib a little bit about how I, I talk about things. Or sometimes I tell them, yeah, I've been in that situation. Yeah, I've been in that workplace or whatever to make them feel more comfortable. You, you get what I'm saying? Because I don't. You know, I definitely told a customer I had children what? or a husband. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I don't do it often, but sometimes oh. I'm just, it's like one of those things where you just feel like fabricating the truth a little bit that day. I used to do that McDonald's, uh, where people would come through and we would just have, we would just start making accents. So the next person oh. that would come to the drive through, we'd have like a Southern accent That's and funny. BS. But sometimes it's fun. It's fun. You know? It's it's like the lie could be work. It could yeah. be, but sometimes it's not a good thing. Like uh, you could be lying yeah. in a uh, to your friend, and you you don't tell them the complete truth. That's not truly your friend, but yet you'll call them your best friend, and you don't tell them certain things because you know it may affect that friendship. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. what do you think, Chance? 
So I feel like, honestly, uh, in my line of work, uh, I have to lie every Mother's and Father's Day because both of my parents are no longer living. So when they say, oh, what are you doing, you know, this holiday with your mom, you know, uh, what are you doing? Oh, you know, we're going to eat out, you know, something like that. Uh, But I think when it just comes to, like you said, just kind of masking stuff just to kind of get on through the day. Absolutely. But once again, I am aware that when I tell that lie, that that has an effect on me. It's it's another reminder of, you know, what is currently going on. You know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, those are birthdays. You know, those are really hard to kind of experience. But telling those lies just kind of puts salt in the wound. So essentially, you know, it's a very funny world that we live in. Because for someone like me, um, I, I lied to myself for like 27 years thinking that eating out, not exercising and not taking care of my body, like, oh, I'll exercise tomorrow. Oh, I'll eat healthier next week would be okay. But now I have type 2 diabetes and high blood pressure. And because I lied to myself, I went ahead and put myself in harm. So just like little lies that I feel like we tell people that thing that can absolutely stack up, you know, yes, it might be minute, but I think that once again, that when we are honest with other people and we are somehow honest with ourselves and that's, it's a more peaceful way of thinking, you know, cause you don't have to keep up with honesty. You have to keep up with lies, but quite frankly, Um, I would like to purge people out of my life that can't accept the truth. Now, when it comes to when it comes to being when it comes to aligning with people like at my job, I will tell the straight up truth. I will say I agree. I'm not a fan of this myself, but if I was in your position, I'd just be as mad as you are. And you know what? I don't think that you should have to foot the bill for something that wasn't your fault. So you know what? Maybe what you should do is take the power back in your hands and allow us to foot the bill and allow us to buy this janky product from you. You know, it's funny. Um, I actually read an article that kind of goes along with the one you're talking about, Mm -hmm. um, about how lying affects our health. Uh, I read that If you're in a job where you constantly have to fake a smile, uh, whether it be retail, service, uh, nurses, things like uh, wherever you're like helping someone, you constantly have to put on a happy face. You tend to drink way more often. Statistically, people that have to fake smile because they're constantly putting on uh, emotion that they're not feeling. Um, no matter what, we'll drink statistically more alcohol. I call it bullshit. No. I'll send you the link. I call it bullshit <laughs> because, like, honestly, like, I, I walk around smiling and I would be like, oh, man, I don't want to fucking deal with this shit today. Or I don't want to talk to this fucking person. And, like, I, I just have to suck it up and I just give that smile to just keep on pushing. But I think, to me, like, that fake smile becomes like a real one because I keep on pushing myself. So maybe sometimes a lie becomes okay, but I don't find myself drinking. Uh, you don't think you use anything else other than alcohol? You trying to throw something out there? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I you, like, like, there's, I like you don't smoke, have like a crush. Here's the thing, though. Like, or, I, I don't know, think I smoke more because I, I, I fake 
smile or I fake it at work so much. I think I smoke because it calms me down to the point where like I don't have to think about the I, the, the little things that I, I like I could just chill. I could watch a cartoon and enjoy the fucking cartoon. No, yeah, I agree. I think that's why I, I'm not drinking to get plastered. Like I would come I'll come home from work <laughs> and I, that's the thing. You're just so emotionally drained from constantly smiling when you don't want to or same thing chance lying uh even if it's a you know um something that's affecting you to then make someone else like a customer feel happy because you don't have to go into the whole conversation about mother's day um it's just having a beer while watching tv to to relax so i'm I'm not saying that i'm not saying the article correlated like having to smile and then becoming a raging alcoholic i'm just saying they statistically are drinking um more than someone that's a complete non-drinker because of that effect because sometimes even like that's healthy or not health that goes along with the health part no no absolutely and sometimes in my other job of sales they are telling us whenever you answer the phone make sure you smile and sometimes when you kind of act like happy even though you're having a crappy day sometimes i will say we can trick our brains we can lie to ourselves <laughs> yeah and, and make ourselves kind of get through the day that believing okay even though i'm having a crappy day everything will be okay there have been moments where i've been extremely petrified and terrified of something and i did not know how the situation would end up but i would always be I would always lie to myself. I would always say, you know what? It's going to be okay. Even though I didn't think it was going to be okay, I would say that it'd be okay. And lo and behold, sometimes that shit ends up being okay. You know? So I believe in the power of words. I believe the power of putting things out there in the universe. And um, speaking of putting things in the universe, um, I just just want to do a little experiment if you guys don't mind. Um, I want us all to kind of find a, a truth about one another and just kind of you know confess it right so for about example, ourselves no about one another oh so i'll say something about you i'll say something about jr vice versa so i'll start off with jr um <laughs> jr when i first met you um i thought that you never had my best intentions i thought that maybe you would have been like a real jerk to me and that, you know, I, I thought you would have been a dick to me. Honestly, when I first... Is that I because before you even... Like, I, the way I look or what I said? That face. No, it was just kind of like... <laughs> I guess when like I first interacted... this guy's a fucking dick right here. Let's put it this way. So, JR, you yeah. know, her, him and I, we, we worked together and there was a situation where, honestly, he told me about myself. He, he, he told me the truth, the truth I didn't want to hear. And I took that truth that he gave me as an attack instead of taking it as information that would help me grow as an individual. But as time progressed and I kind of figured out that the information he was providing to me was to help me out and for my best interest, then I kind of like sucked it up and I was like, oh, okay, that's not that bad. But I was... I was in my feelings when you, you know. Oh, when, I, when I, I, told, I told you about the whole yeah. like little conversation about, I think we was talking yeah. about religion. Yeah, yeah. So basically, now that we're not at work, 
But what I was saying was, um, I was having a con- I believe in the best way to understand the world is to just ask questions. If you don't understand something, instead of staring, instead of guessing, just ask. So, um, because I'm a curious individual, I asked one of my team members who I already built a rapport with, but I, I talked about it in, in, the, in the break room where other people could hear. I asked, hey, um, I know that in certain religions and in certain cultures, people like to name their children after certain people, figures, this and the other. My question was, and if you're hearing it and you know the answers, please, I'd love to know and learn. I know it's a lot of people from the Latin community name their children, you know, either Jesus, you know, Moses, whatever people from the Bible. And I was curious, like when people in certain communities or when people name their children Jesus or Jesus, do they knowingly know that when they name their child, that they're naming it after, in my religion, uh, the son of God? Or is it like a coinkadink? Like, oh, okay, you know. And then after I said that, um, it was a matter of just someone else hearing what I said, getting offended. And then even though someone told me that, I think it was you. I was, I looked at you and I, I told you, I was like, no, like I was, I was mouthing it to you and I was shaking my head and I looked at you. I was like, don't have this conversation here, bro. Right. And I kept on having it when I I was like, okay, fine. then I walked two feet and I kept on having it. Someone else heard it. Okay. And it was this huge thing. Go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry. I dipped out for a hot second uh, just because I know exactly what you're talking about. The funny thing is, speaking of the universe, I was just reading about this today, uh, about why people name their children certain things. Really? Yeah. No shit. Um, <laughs> uh, it's essentially, like, a lot of people tend to name their children um, from a lot of different cultures based upon, like you said, like, yeah, Jesus, or because it's Jesus, giving Muhammad. them, yeah, yeah. giving, well, giving them a name that's associated to a particular higher power being. Um, but it's, it's something that we do a lot, whether it's, it's with a higher power being or just something in general, like names of influence. Mm. So, uh, there, there is an actual, um, a, basically a behavioral study about how people will name their children or how children that have a particular name will tend to grow up to do a particular thing. So let's say like, for example, Usain Bolt. Right. Fast guy, last name is Bolt. Um, Or like someone that, let's say another, um, there was an Israeli tennis player called Anna Smashnova. Like just names that don't make like that are going to particularly uh, associate to something that they're really good at. And it's and there's no way to really uh, tag it to something. It actually was Carl Jung that came up. uh, He's a famous uh, psychiatrist. Um, But the fact that we are fixated on like names that we choose and sometimes those names that we choose for our children those children will then go on to do those particular things because young even uh explained that he thought the reasoning that freud um talked a lot about um just the like idea of what was it 
Freud, who's because his name means joy in German. So Freud talked a lot about a lot about uh, the human experience and like the inner joy that people need to experience. That, um, that we do things for our own selves um, and the championing the pleasure principle. Oh wow! So it's essentially us um, coming up with this. Uh, idea that <clears throat> nominative determinism is what it's called or a name driven outcome mm. so we are driven sometimes uh some psychologists and psychiatrists think by the names that we're given that's interesting so if cool? i was called like skinny i'd be skinny that's the point of it yeah so that's like if you're uh if you're deriving from what your name is my name i don't know my name means princess but i'm I've clearly haven't what about you gotten to that so actually my name is jonathan and i'm like looking up my what i was doing right now is just looking up my name and i was like uh my mom's got it from a show jonathan hart so i she oh. thought i was gonna be on the tv show or a secret agent i believe oh. jonathan. who knows it's not too late yeah, you got time Because if you were a secret agent, you couldn't tell us anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, honestly, I'm with you, Sarah. I guess my truth to you, and thank you for that. And if you're you welcome. Guys I get are, so excited. I'm like, actually. <laughs> no, and if you guys are intrigued, I know what that's called. I like Sarah's prowess and her knowledge of history. Please check out her uh, actual podcast called Sipping Liberty, which is yeah. actually like the Real Housewives meets history. She gives you like the tea on historical figures. Thank you. And we're going to go ahead and actually leave a link on the show notes. Yeah, for sure. Summary, so you guys can go ahead and check it out. And what we're planning to do actually is a little Marvel podcast cinematic universe. So whenever, you know, Sarah has her show, we have So About Yesterday, J.R., we're doing his show that's currently in the works, and we're doing my show. We'll have uh, shows that you can, you guys can listen to. It's like a whole network. Yep. So yeah. you can go ahead and get a little bit more fulfillment uh, and get more information and dive deeper in information and things we talk about on this show. But to get back to the topic, yeah. uh, Sarah, my truth for you is that yes. honestly, when we first, may I mind you, you guys, the beauty of technology, Sarah and I have never met in real life. We were actually connected by a mutual friend. Co-worker, Kat, shout out to Kat. We'll have her on the show, uh, thanks to her. Uh, but essentially, when Sarah, you know, reached out, she didn't reach out. She just put something on Facebook saying, interested in doing podcast work. I went ahead and reached out to her on a limb, and mind you, I just have, I didn't even record like the second episode. And I reached out to her and Sarah was very excited and so forth. And in my mind, I'm just like, oh my God, oh crap. She's going to find out that I'm not like a real professional podcaster. And <laughs> she's going to be like, this shit is whack. And then like, just leave and I'm going to embarrass myself. So she wanted to be like an intern and, and learn. And I'm just like, actually, and because I was honest with her and I think maybe that's what kind of you know made her respect me was like look i'm just starting a podcast off uh number two i'm not really balls deep in a podcast and i'm just starting <laughs> number three you wouldn't be working for me and what i told you is that we would be working together because i don't believe in i work for you you work for me i think we're only as strong as our weakest link and i think that if everyone has ownership of something then people are willing to put their heart and soul into it 
And, you know, quite frankly, I respected you for a fact that you literally took a chance on chance. So my truth, just to wrap it up, was that I was afraid that I would get kind of outed as this wannabe podcaster. And then look at us now, you know, fast forwarding because I was truthful in the beginning of our friendship and our partnership. We're starting to build an empire, especially you too, JR. You know, so I think honestly... With pun intended, you know, that honesty does help because we started. I could have lied to you and said, yeah, we have this great show that we're working on. And then you would have been like, I thought you said this was a great show. Expectations would have been set. Then you would have been suspicious. And then potential opportunities to work together would have been gone. Uh, but essentially, that's that's my truth. But JR, Sarah, do you guys have a truth for for anyone? All right, so JR, uh, my friend. It looks right, like I'm going first. Yeah. yeah. Um, you go first, man. Uh, the truth for me towards you, Chance, I would have to say uh, when we did meet, I thought, I was like, yo, this, this dude's a big dude. Um, but you are like, you're not a hood dude. Um, my truth towards you is like, I'm sorry that I. I stereotyped you into that that like in my mind I was like this dude is a hood dude like he's with it and then when you started speaking to me I was like this Carlton Banks ass motherfucker <laughs> um, <laughs> he big for nothing wow. um, but like my bad for typecasting you and putting you into that label like in my mind like I automatically did that and I'm sorry if like no. if I ever make it seem like that like I actually want street credit. I'd love to be street. See, I just exposed myself. That's dope for you to think I didn't even open up my mouth. Street and all I got to do is just keep my mouth shut and people think I'm a, you know, like a gangster. See, when, I even said gangster. Even when you said you, when <laughs> you had me going to, like, I was like, oh, maybe he has some street credit. When you was like, yeah, you know, I'm a, like, I'm an artist. And I'm like, you an artist? I was like, oh, this guy raps. And when I saw your music, right. I was like, he's not a rapper. <laughs> It was like some PM Dom type shit, but no, I love that. That's awesome. It was was really cool, and I'm sorry that I stereotyped you into that. Like that's that's wrong for me to do that. To look at somebody and automatically think, yo, he sees he he says he sings. He's a rapper. Oh, he says uh, (laughs) he's a big dude. I'm thinking he's like a a big ghetto dude. You know what I mean? Like, but you got to understand. Like, uh, I've been around people like that, so it's like, all right, I see a big dude like that. I'm like, oh, he's with the shits. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's a hood dude, but you're not. not no, and I'm, I'm sorry, not, I, I'm I stereotyped sorry. you, but that's in the environment I'm in. My bad. You know what? And I appreciate it. Don't be sorry. We all are a product of our environment. Yeah. And it's because of the show that we have and because of our diversity, because of the people that we are is what allows our listeners to get different perspectives that they would never, ever get, you know, on an everyday life. I had a, my last job. My, bo- I had a white boss, and she was. It was Atlanta, Georgia. She said, "This is the first time I've actually befriended people of color." What the fuck? Wow. I don't know yeah, if that was she, a good thing. No, it was good. She's like, I grew up. This is Atlanta, Georgia. So she grew up in the well, south. Here. This was like, uh, uh, I got fired from my last job. Because I got accused of stealing. Uh, we'll talk about that in another episode. But um, <laughs> let's see. I got fired 2017. So oh, okay. she was working 2015. 2015. And this was Atlanta. 
Atlanta, Georgia, white woman. She looks like Tabitha. You remember how like, Tabitha takes over? Yeah. Yeah, she and, looked just and like And this Tabitha. woman had never. Never. <laughs> the okay. only interaction she Talked had with Colored Or interacted with, like, that's just mind blowing to me. Yeah, because she, may mind you, Atlanta, Georgia, when people think of Georgia or Atlanta, they think. Atlanta, Georgia is full of black people, which is true, but that's a city in Atlanta of right. Georgia. That's a city in Georgia. Georgia is a red state. So that means there's oh, a lot of sure. country. Yeah, it's and a lot of <laughs> Confederacy and stuff there, but it's it's okay. But it was cool because guess what? She was honest with the fact of she's never interacted with another race, especially a brown one. Number two, she embraced our culture. Number three, she was herself. Number four, because she was honest, say, you know what? I don't want to overstep my boundaries. I don't want to be disrespectful. You know, she would ask questions. That's what kind of created dialogue. That's what created a really, you know, great relationship. Um, But yes, but for JR as as a man of color himself, who also gets stereotyped, and I know this because that's you know all of us get stereotyped. Even you as a white woman. Yeah, I was about to go you know, on, oh, on, yeah. on you, Sarah. My truth is, yeah. I thought you was gonna just be a typical white chick that you know what I mean. Like you said, you came from PA, so you was like yeah. the typical like country white chick, but not like the country that like most people are probably listening and thinking. I'm thinking about like not redneck or anything like that. I'm just, it, trailer trash? It's not trailer trash though. It's not, it was like a little bit higher class than trailer trash. But then, okay. then, then like I saw middle, middle, middle class middle, trailer middle trash. Class. Like I thought you was a middle class white um, white chick that wouldn't even you know what I mean talk to me. But then we became yeah. really close friends. That's once again that's me stereotyping you guys because you understand like where I came. If you was the way you talk and the way you carry yourself is a little bit different than most people that I have seen. Um, in my area, but and then when you when you start talking and you, you you started letting me know some of the music you listen to or like some of the shows and you put me onto shows and I'm like oh, I've never watched this shit, but and now I'm watching it and I'm like yo this shit is dope. <laughs> like we became like close friends and I'm sorry that I stereotyped. That's another thing I think I do a lot. I look at people and my the truth is I'm like I stereotype people. That's my truth. I automatically Chance. look at people and I'm like, yo, you hood, yo, you white. Um, but that's mm. that's me looking at your your color, but that I'm um, saying you're like I think you mentioned one time, um, oh, you have good credit. So I'm looking at you, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker got good credit or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I bake I bake cookies and I got good credit though. But, but you bake right. cookies yeah. though, right? That's a good no, stereotype no. to have. I'm not good very good credit. at baking, I'm good at cooking. Oh, see? Stereotype. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I could make cookies if I wanted to. Oh yeah, I mean um, now anyone can because it's like just add water. Yeah, Yo, you just no man, you just get them in the squares and then put them in the oven. What? Yeah. Square? You mean brownies? No, they got cookies that you just the Toll House ones where they're just already mm. cut up into little squares and you put them in the oh, oven. That's so disrespectful. Yeah, they're delicious. Cookies are round, not square. They turn out round when they. <laughs> That's impossible. How does a square turn? Anyway, right. we're getting off. All we're right. getting off. I'll, I need to wrap it up. Let me just shut the hell up. But yes, Sarah, mm. what is your truth? And Jr., I appreciate you because your opinion is the opinion of many other people in this country, and like, in the world in general. It's crazy but because uh, that most people, the, the truth is, they look at people and they stereotype them right away. Like that's what. Like it's shitty. And it bothers me that I'm like that. I don't know why I'm like that, but I think 
it's just like in America, we automatically look at somebody and we, we stereotype them. And if we, we took the time out to get to know them, we would have realized they were completely different than what we thought or what we seen exactly. or what we was raised to be to see. Like I had a friend of mine. So I'm sorry, this is another truth, but like a lady went up to my friend and you know him, Bruce, uh, um, Sarah. Yeah. And was like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to work with this gentleman. He has jailhouse tattoos. In actuality, Stop. he's a nice dude. He never been yeah. to jail or anything wow. like that. Bruce is this so dude nice. Dude listens to John Mayer. You, you got one thing? Yo, I think that was when I was there too, because I remember that there was a few times people were like, I don't want to work with him, and he looks even. I mean, honestly, more if he didn't speak more threatening than you, Chance. Yeah. He's not. Really? He's not as tall as you, but like, yeah, but he, he's a crazy. little bit more like. You stand off, but I, I yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. If you follow me but on like, Instagram, once again, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, I say I, I shout out like fake celebrities that I think I see, and he's one of them. He's Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> he's so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you never. That's we would speak, and then you just. But oh my god. That's the truth. And yeah. Sarah. Oof. Well, um. Go to chance first. My. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I think mine. Um, what was the what was the original point we were trying to make? Like, because give I a feel truth like about somebody. Like, yeah, give a truth. Like, uh, like what's like the a, truth that you, I know? It was hard. Like, I don't know what can I say to you guys. Like, yeah, like we, honestly, I felt like I was going to be a slave for your non, no good for nothing podcast. Or I no, thought no, that no. you were going to pay me as an. Well, you know what's weird? I actually came up with like. Nice truce. I, oh, that I, works. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, like, no, you ever have like a, you know, like something you don't want to say, but like you come up with like a nice, like, so I, I guess for both of you, I didn't have like a, okay, so I'll start. So I was going to say, uh, Chance, honestly, like mine kind of rolls back to your truth for me, where when I posted that and, uh, Someone from Michigan had said, like, yeah, check out this guy. And then Kat said, yeah, check out this guy. And I was like, oh, man, because I've been looking at jobs. And everywhere I look, wherever when I talk to, it's always like, oh, you know, try uh, come interview for this marketing job. And then I'm just selling Comcast door to door or something like that. So I always felt like I kept getting duped. So I just kept thinking in my mind, like, I really hope this works out. I really hope this guy likes me. And I like I thought I was gonna get on the phone and I mean and I mean this in a complimentary way because you I was blown away too that you were like yeah let's have a like let's let's talk it was honestly it was like an interview I'm like oh, yeah man let's let's like let's have a phone call that's chill uh, we'll talk about it and then we'll see if we both think that's a good idea and I'm thinking in my mind like I need to be on top of my game I hope I say things right and then I thought like you said I thought I was just gonna be like you know, helping out a little bit or it just kind of like doing some of the grunt work um, and gaining a little bit of knowledge and then you spun it to like, <laughs> you're going to be a host yep. you're fantastic, I need you to like, help me because you're so smart, like it just, you really like, my truth is that I thought I wasn't going to be good enough and then you constantly just keep <laughs> making me feel better about myself every day like wow. that's a great idea you're doing amazing i like that let's like you're just always so optimistic 
So I think my truth is I didn't think I was going to be good enough. And then you just constantly keep telling me that I am, which I didn't think was going to happen. I appreciate that, sister girl. And honestly, I feel like, you know, we already get kicked in the groin already enough at work. So I think the point is, is that we're a team. We're Mm -hmm. like the Avengers for podcasts. I know too many Marvel references, but I, feel like, <laughs> I was thinking that I was like, this motherfucker again with some Marvel like, shit. Yeah. Like we're we're on the battlefield every day, you know, doing trying to do the best work that we can, trying to represent ourselves in the best way. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I have everyone's back in here. So if someone's talking funny about you or Jr. Whatever, you know, this is this is our baby. You know, this is not my yeah. show. This is our show and for the fact that such a nice guy you know no it's it's just a truth but you know i'll give another truth you know honestly i'm terrified i don't even think that you know 10 people would listen to this podcast but you know what at the end of the day when i do this podcast i'm happy that i get to do something that finally makes me happy and i finally get to be a part of something that I don't have to explain myself for. For the longest time, I'm a very weird individual, if you know me already. Yeah. And I see a lot of weird <laughs> shit from time to time. Yeah, like that religious that's shit normal. that you mentioned and the break rooms. <laughs> like, that's a great <laughs> conversation while we're at work no. in a break right. room. But I, no, but, but honest, honestly, I feel like this show, this podcast, is my therapy. And if it's just only the three of us that are just listening to it, I'm happy and I'm at peace and I'm excited for it. But, um, well, I was definitely. gonna say, I kind of feel the same way. It sounds like a very old white mom, but I just get to enjoy that we get to hang out for like an hour. Absolutely. Or just get to chit chat. Right, but I'm um, I got off the JR. What's which, which JR's? Shoot. Oh, yeah. I was, well, I don't think mine's, <laughs> I don't think it's a quite as in depth as chances. Um, oh, we've known each other for, <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, uh, no, I was gonna say, like, um, I think from, the first time I met you, like just when I first wanted to like be your friend was just, and it's funny that we do a podcast now is because I loved your voice so much. That's I just wanted to talk to you because I just liked listening to what you had, not only what you had to say, because I enjoy like, you know, your thoughts, (laughs) but just the way that you tell them, like I just, your accent, which I don't even know if you like notice what it sounds like, but I just, uh, I always thoroughly enjoyed how you say things because it's so different than what I'm used to because I've just, I've lived in different places. Um, but I think it's funny because uh, when like we first met, because we used to work together as well, it's it just kind of like, yeah, I want to keep talking to this guy. That's awesome. <laughs> just like the sweet, um, uh, yeah. soothing sounds of your the voice. Sweet, um, sounds of JR. That's right, that's motherfuckers. Awesome. So I mean, it's not as deep, but it, it's definitely it's a compliment. Well, thank so. you. I feel compliment. really good about that. Stroke my ego yeah. a little bit more. Thank you. Okay. Um, let's let's. Uh, what else is going but, on? What else? But, but but I guess just kind of why I wanted to do this little exercise was to demonstrate that you know we had truths to give one another in regards of you know. Um, heuristics that we had uh assumptions that we had but now that we've gotten these things off our chest i mean how do you guys feel that we kind of spoke our truth do you feel a little less lighter do i'm gonna be feel... honest like i feel like we took the pussy move out we, we wasn't really like seeing how we feel because honestly like it's scary to do it at the end of the day what do i say what would be my truth towards you you get what i'm saying like 
we each one of us took the nicest way that we can because who would fucking go here go on podcast and say hey my co-host hey i'm gonna be honest this nigga sweats this motherfucker sweats too much you know what i mean like shit like that like or um hey camera i'm checking out the background over there i think you really need to uh, clean that shit up you know what i mean um did you not see the cool ass hooks that I put in the background? Isn't that one of the things that all of my profess- the thing. yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. I know. The yeah. easy way out. I knew you were going to bring that shit up. But good things about each other, but didn't say anything that would be so truthful that it may hurt the other person. You understand? I, just guess don't, what? I don't like conflict. And yeah, sometimes the truth doesn't always have to be I don't like confrontation. That's... Sometimes the truth is just what it is. The truth is, man, if someone's hustling and busting their chops, if I see a woman. A single, you know, parent busting her ass, you know, working three or four jobs trying to feed her child. If someone's living their truth and if someone's doing what they do, you can't do nothing but respect them and be honest about, you know, their hustle, about their hard work, you know. So, I mean, I guess that's one of the main reasons why people are afraid to tell the truth because they're always expecting, oh, let me be honest with you. There's always going to be something negative when in actuality let me be honest with you could always mean just you know i don't want you to think that what i'm saying to you is like gassing you up or fake but i mean let's be honest some of the most influential people matter of fact jr you'll you'll recognize this especially sarah there's a video where why ybn or ynb uh was on a radio show and he was saying the difference between an old head and a g and how a g would go ahead and tell you how things are supposed to be done. They'll show you, look, man, I understand that you think this is a way to treat a lady by like, you know, talking bad about her, but opening doors and doing this on the other. That's a great way to do it. That truth that that OG is giving somebody is something that someone can learn and grow from. But an old head will say the same truth, but actually chastise that individual and make them feel less than. Yep. So there is a way that we can tell the truth, but do it in a way that allows the individual to grow and be better. And that's why I wanted to ask you guys, you know, is there any other things that you think that we can do, especially the listeners, to allow people and encourage people to embrace the truth? You know, even the things that they don't want to hear. You know, is there any way? I, you know, I think I like to pick my battles. Okay. Um, so, I, I mean, just in general, like speaking my own truth, um, not necessarily me going around lying, but when I actually speak up for myself. Right. So saying how I feel, because um, I said, like I said, I don't like confrontation and I probably will just let shit ride. Um until I really feel like I need to say something. But it only really happens if it directly affects me or maybe my friends. So I say, uh, like, in general, if, like, a friend goes out to, like, a concert or something, I don't get invited, I typically, I, like, I wouldn't say something. Um, right. Or, like, if, you know... Um, something someone did something and I I've done that in past relationships too where I'm like that really bothered me but I'm gonna keep it inside until it you know really becomes something because maybe I always question myself but I I do speak my truth and tell people how I feel 
um, and don't lie about my own feelings. Probably most of the time when I'm at work and I'm either, I either feel like I'm being gaslighted, like someone's telling me I'm wrong and I definitely know that I'm right. Um, or when I'm being disrespected. So if someone disrespects me like an employee uh, or a manager in front of like a customer um, or someone, you know, just fully does not respect me as like myself, whether it be because I'm a woman or who I am, it just, oh, it enrages me. So I'm like, "Mm -mm, we got to talk. And then I will go through each one of the levels. You don't want to talk with me, then we're going to talk with the manager. You don't want to talk with the manager, then we're going to talk with HR. So if it's something that I really feel like I'm personally offended or it wasn't done right by the book, um, I'll, I'll definitely speak my truth and uh, either fight for others who feel the same way or fight for myself because I don't think that was cool. Um, but it, I don't, I don't do it a lot when it's me as a person. And I think I need to more often. I think listeners should do that. I think I'm trying to tell people that you should speak up more often when some asshole cuts in line in Starbucks, you say, Hey man, that's not cool. Um, or like someone, you know, ignores you for two days and you just want to say like how you feel, like you should be able to say those things and not let it bother you so deeply. Like you gotta be vocal, um, because lying to yourself is just like you were saying earlier with the article is just as detrimental as lying to others. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, JR, I mean, what do you think people can do to be proactive about encouraging people to embrace the truth? I think we all need to realize that it always comes from a good place that we want to see the person do better. Like, I don't say things to my sister or to my mother or, you know, to anybody like my lady. Like, I don't say these things to be hurtful. I don't say things to be hurtful. I say things because, like... I want to see the best out of you because honestly, I wouldn't tell the truth to to the rest of the people that I walk by on an everyday basis, but which we should do because if we're a lot more open, I think the world would be a little bit better place. That's as fucking ABC special that sounds. Um, <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, I should be able to walk up to you and tell you how I feel about something. Chance, like, I don't feel like this is going the right way. I think we should completely scrap it. But and then I find out, I find a way to say it, to kind of push it. And I shouldn't be scared. Because like you said, it affects you. It bothers you because it eats away at you. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't hold these things inside. Like it's, I'm learning that now. And I, I felt as though I lived my life like I would have to tell lies to people to make them feel better. And in actuality, I wasn't making myself feel better. Like I was lying to them to make to make sure they were okay and I wasn't okay I wasn't okay like like emotionally like it would bother me because like I feel like shit and I want to be able to talk to you about it but like I just told you a lie and said I was okay I just told you a lie and said like things were okay and and that thing didn't bother me or uh, it didn't bother me that my, my sister didn't clean up in the bathroom like I tell you to do certain things and I expect you to do that and help me out because you're here with me. I shouldn't have to lie like and act like that. We didn't have this conversation. Like I didn't 
just tell you to do this thing and you ignored it. Like I just leave it alone. And like you, I avoid the confrontation. Like I don't want to have that hard talk. It's hard because like it affects you. Like you start to fucking like you feel it inside where you want to tear up because you don't know how uh, other ways to release that emotion inside of you. Like if we took the time out to just say, this is how it makes me feel. This is what's going on in my life. Or I, I can't do this right now because of this, like how I'm emotionally feeling. If we were to do that, like I think we would be better and we wouldn't have to be so truthful about certain things that may affect friendships or relationships or even like your family. You know what I mean? Like you you know you don't like that uncle, but then again you're like, that's my uncle, I gotta deal with right. it. You you get what I'm saying? Like there's right. certain things that I feel as though we 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 learn to accept and be okay with because we were so used to like lying to ourselves like as if that's okay like that's like somebody bullying somebody and you're watching it and you're joining in inside you know you shouldn't done that you know you should have never pushed that person or said that stuff about that person you just followed the crowd and it becomes like like it's like that person told a lie about that person and you're gonna follow that crowd and be a part of that lie like we, we don't we don't know when to stop like that lie doesn't stop just in how we speak to each other or what we view in passing or whatever it is it's like every day we're lying and honestly i don't see any of us getting better or learning from it i'm, I'm sorry like i, I really it, it really hits home for me because i feel as though like i do that a lot i i don't say what i feel and I hold that in inside. And this is honestly like the best therapy for me. Like I hold a lot of things inside because I'm scared of how you may view me or you as a listener may see me and know me personally. And like, yo, like what? Get the fuck out of here. You're not like that. No, man. Like shit bothers me. Like I deal with shit every day and you deal with shit every day. And if we're friends, we should be able to say that to each other. Like, y'all, I'm going through this. I really would like your insight. And, like, my my boy, who's like a brother to me, lives upstairs for me and told me, like, he he tells the truth. And it's I'm scared to bring him around other people because he tells the truth too much. And I feel as though it would affect the friendships that I have with other individuals. And it's, fun, it's, it's shitty because... Like, I don't invite him to things because, like, I'm worried about his his truth. And I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be that type of person to avoid conflict, to avoid the truth, or for other people to be scared of what they may hear. Somebody jump in because I'm, I'm getting, like, no. too worked up in it. No, no, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what... It sounded good. That's the beauty of a podcast. You just tell your truth, and I think we can all agree you know that we are both anti-conflict but we can promise that in order for this thing to work and in order for us to grow and be where we will be because i believe in the power of words i believe in hard work i believe in being positive we just got to be honest with each other you know for those of you who don't know i talk a lot jr talks a lot sarah doesn't talk enough but essentially <laughs> oh that's the truth but uh oh, i can talk a lot i just right Man, I'm kind of falling asleep right now. Like, My mom makes oh, jokes after, that like 
my conversation. Thanks, thanks. After my little speech no. of encouragement. But for those of you guys who don't know, literally, literally in the last episode, uh, I was saying something, and my mom goes, "I think Jr. was about to say something." I'm like, oh yeah, shit! I probably interrupted. No. That's what but we I should do. We should be cutting each other off yeah. because then that it, it, it feels natural. It feels it natural. We're and drinking crazy. all of it out. Yeah, right, and actually just behind the scenes For those of you who are listening We actually created wrap it up cards So when it's time for us to wrap <laughs> it up You know, we have those cards And one of my biggest concerns is I hate telling a person to shut up When they're kind of in the moment Speaking their truth But once again, we know that we can kind of get caught up So I think a great experiment Is just essentially using those wrap it up cards That we made And we haven't used it in this episode yet No, uh, I, I but, did um, one finger roll did, I was like, yeah, right. like let's quick, go quick. man more than that but no that that's our truth but um before we let you guys go jr did you have any final i want to go i just did like a big speech and it got me all yes, like fair. fucking cough you know what i mean that goes no. right. all choked up um yeah i mean i think we just need to be more vocal about how we feel which means that if we're telling the truth about ourselves, we might tell the truth about others, um, you know, and lie less and it'll make us feel better. Um, I think I've really gotten interested. So kind of like I was talking about the uh, behavioral science with the names since I've uh, been going to school, I've been really interested in how people do things. So particularly lying. Um, and I've started reading a book um, by Joe Navarro, who is a FBI specialist. And it's called Louder Than Words. And you can read like how people are lying to you by the mannerisms and tics that they you know use and do. Um, so I think it's very interesting that as humans, I, I believe we have about I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but I think about uh, 10,000 different emotions on our face and 3,000 of them we can't stop from happening. So sometimes we just, uh, even if we want to lie, we can't cover the truth. So it's honestly worth it to just say how you feel, um, especially if it's the right moment. Um, but you know, I, I agree with JR too, that if, if there are certain moments where it makes someone else feel better, I'm not going to stop myself from telling someone they look nice in that dress and I might not think it's necessarily the right color. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if, if someone feels good about it, like let them feel good. So I think there's a happy medium to everyday lies. And I think that we all just need to feel more comfortable and being truthful with ourselves. I like that. And I guess Thanks. a wise person once said, um, three things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. That wise person was Buddha. So until next time, you guys, this is So About Yesterday. This has been a joy, and we'll go ahead and see you on our next episode. Bye. Bye.